Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like Jack Black. You love him, no matter what anyone says. When he comes back, you get excited. And it's great. It's the best part of your day. It's the best part of your life, honestly. Kung Fu Panda and all that stuff. Anyway, today on the show, I wanted to talk about insignificance. It is a topic that many of us struggle with because... I think I think everyone feels this semblance of of meaning. We want our lives to mean something, to mean something to ourselves, to someone else, to the world, to our work, to whatever it is that we can apply uh, that to. But in the grand scheme of things, there is this looming and sometimes dreadful existential feeling of insignificance and. I just kind of want to talk about that a little bit, something that I've been aware of my entire life, and um, see if it's something that uh, we can kind of create a healthy perspective on. So without further ado, let's talk about some insignificance and hit the button and do the thing. It's three-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion Keyshawn Johnson. I want to introduce you to my new show, All Facts, No Breaks. I'll be giving you the real reactions to the latest sports news and inviting guests in the sports and entertainment world to break it all down. Tune in and make sure you listen and subscribe on Spotify. I've got kids, and that means it's always about them. But I need support, too. That's where Ollie comes in, with their delightful, hard-working gummies. My partner and I can actually get a good night's sleep, so we'll both stand a chance of managing our stress responses. Even when the kids are doing parkour in the living room, discover Ollie vitamins and supplements. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm realizing now that I just spelled it out and it's insignificance, but that's like too much work. <laughs> I think the fact that, that I'm from Philly makes words harder or like, I don't know, Philly speak is very lazy and I do what I can to try to mute my Philly accent, but it's definitely in there. Uh, I grew up in a Spanish household, but... And I don't speak Spanish, so I grew up a lot of uh, around a lot of Philly kids with that sort of Philly accent. So when I'm in Philly for a little bit, I, like it comes out, but it's really like lazy. So like when I get lazy, it kind of comes out too. Uh, you can hear it when I say the word water, 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 anything that sounds like too difficult to say. So insignificance is like ah, that's so hard. Insignificance. It's not that big of a deal. It's fine. And I appreciate that you guys understand me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's good. And I'm sure if you don't understand me, you've probably unsubscribed by now. So that's fine. Moving on with our lives. It's all good. And because um, it doesn't matter, which is what the topic is today. Insignificance. Um, <laughs> for me, it's interesting because I've almost used my my knowledge of my insignificance as like a superpower. It's a way for me to like get over myself and acknowledge that like it, it kind of keeps my ego in check 
And that's kind of what I want to talk about, kind of what I want to talk about. See what I'm talking about with the lazy, lazy Philly speak? Like we, we sometimes combine sentences, sentences, ugh, Jesus, sentences into one word. So instead of did you eat yet, it comes out like jeet yet. <laughs> anyway, so this, this insignificance is something that, I feel has been ever present in my life because ever since I was six years old, I've been questioning everything. I've never been a religious person. I've probably asked myself once when I was like eight years old about religion. And then I immediately acknowledged that it doesn't make any sense for me. So I've been battling mixed with my mental health issues, this feeling of insignificance for 20 plus years now. And it's really interesting to think about, especially in relation to how other people are dealing with a similar kind of struggle, especially those that are coming out of a religious situation. I find that like nihilism is something that they end up kind of diving into a little bit. And, you know, why does anything matter? And it's easy for like, especially my personality type, which is nine TP. We're really good at diving into the, logical intenseness of life and just kind of expanding outward into the depths of what's possible. And it always ends up in the same place of like, why does anything matter? And that's really what we're tackling here is that whole, why does anything matter kind of thing? And I really want to ask like, why does anything have to matter? (laughs) Um, And because for you to live and for me to sit on this couch and to do this podcast, like I'm not thinking about my purpose. It doesn't matter. I'm just doing stuff. You know, it doesn't, my purpose isn't relevant at the moment. Your purpose is not, you know, you're never thinking, no one ever thinks about what is my meaning in life. And then they never come up with an answer. (laughs) It's not like, it's not like you can ask like, why does anything matter? And then somebody sh- somebody comes up to you and says, well, uh, babies? And you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm fine now. <laughs> it's, it's an ongoing thing. It's like if we thought about that all the time, we would be arrested by it because it is a satiating or an attempt to satiate our ego in a way that is not possible. We, it's almost like we, rather than hitting the, the logical depth of meaning itself it's almost like we're hitting the edge of our ego we're we're hitting the edge of what our brain can accept which is that feeling of insignificance because we don't want to be insignificant i like myself many of us like ourselves and we want to feel like our unique ability our superpowers or who we are as people and how we interconnect with people has some semblance of significance because we're conscious and many of us can't understand well everyone i don't think anyone fully understands why consciousness is a thing why am i me you know that that depth of self-awareness creates a really really tricky way of being so you can really get trapped in this loop of of thinking about meaning and consciousness and why is any of it anything and it's almost like it feels like trying to solve 
a puzzle with missing pieces. Because we're only working with the tool set of what we understand. We're only working with the tool set of knowing what consciousness is, or any any semblance of knowing what consciousness is, which is usually our own personal understanding of the fact that we are conscious, and we're awake, and we want to eat things, and we want to bang things, and we want to... We want to continue to live our lives, and we don't understand why. We have these natural driven forces that we don't really get. and But we also have this ability to question it and ask and wonder why everything is. But that ability to wonder with the inability to have all the answers is kind of what causes this frustration of why does anything matter. Because there could be a legit one-sentence answer out there in the world of why anything matters <laughs> of why we're this tiny little speck of a cog in this tiny universal machine, this giant universal machine. But it is, it is to a level level of depth and, and magnitude that we are currently incapable of grasping and understanding. So it's almost like, being comfortable with insignificance is becoming more comfortable with the unknown and being uncomfortable with the dark and not being afraid of the dark. It's, it's an, it's the psychological version of being afraid of the dark. It's, it's the psychological version of, of, of going into a dark space, walking into a basement, knowing that there's a very high chance that there's nothing scary in there, but our imagination runs wild. We've seen horror movies. We get scared of the unknown because we don't know what's in there, so we assume nothing and everything could be in there. And it's the same thing about meaning and consciousness, that there's so much that we don't know that it's a lot scarier than what we do know. If any of that makes sense, that I'm t- <laughs> the fact that I'm tying it all together, I hope that that aspect makes sense. What I'm really trying to get at is that it's okay to not know things. It's okay to not have meaning. It's okay to feel a sense of insignificance. And it's okay to be a little more driven by just being a human. Meaning that... It's okay to just have wants and needs and want to move forward in life and to help people because it feels good or to buy stuff because it feels good occasionally or to write books because you want to or create a YouTube channel because you want to and it feels good. But sometimes we get a little bit lost in this search for meaning and this sense of meaning in like this woo woo sense that we need to have an answer. And honestly, you know, the journey is beautiful in a lot of ways. Um, this is the most like woo woo episode I've ever freaking done. <laughs> this is like philosophical madness. Um, but the general idea here is that you can't if you're chasing something that you don't know exists you might end up spiraling yourself into madness so what i suggest is to 
acknowledge and be cool with the fact that, yeah, we're insignificant. You know, there is an abundance of stars and planets, and there is likely life out there, or we're alone because of the four-dimensionality of time and space. And that's cool, too, because right now, where I am, very few things, from my perspective, exist outside of this box that I'm in, like literally inside of my apartment. And if I were to think about every single thing that is outside of this, it would drive myself mad. And I would start to feel that sense of insignificance because I'm only just a tiny little speck in the grand scope of the universe. But I'm a big deal to the people around me. You know, Molly really cares about me and I care about her. And that allows us to be significant to each other. And that creates a sense of meaning that create, you know, you can manufacture that sense of meaning through the things that you do and, and not consider the insignificance of why, why anything matters when you're thinking in the grand scheme of things. So you can kind of drill things down a little bit because if you're thinking about why anything matters, yeah, I mean, there's no answer to that. <laughs> so you're going to not feel good. And the the point, the reason that I wanted to bring this this topic up is because that, that sense of why does anything matter and the insignificance is what causes a lot of people to end up committing suicide or to go down into a depressive spiral. And... I, I beg you to ask this question when you think of that. Why does it matter to have meaning? Or what it, What was the question? What was the thing? Uh, why does anything matter? Why does anything have to matter? That's what I was trying to say. Why does anything have to matter in order to exist and in order to do things? You know? And, and you know, it's it's difficult because our brains are all wired differently. Some of us are more holistic and woo-woo and spiritual than others. We want deep meaning. We want people to get us. And we're social social creatures. But some of the things we need to consider also is, is the aspects of the modern world do not require us to have to be as social as we have been in the past in order to survive, to not be kicked out of society, to not be ostracized in any kind of a way. We, we have access to different kinds of people than we ever thought possible. So the, the, the means to find a semblance of meaning is possible. Uh, and the, the ability to create a sense of meaning is more possible than ever. So meaning itself is not really something that you find so much as something, or rather, it's not something that you, that finds you so much as it's something that you can find or create itself. You know, when you, so when you ask yourself, why does anything matter? Why does anything have to matter? Just go do things. Find your tribe. Find people that will, that you'll be able to connect with. And, you know, fuck everything else. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, I, I find that I've been able to use my 
that insignificance and my knowledge of that insignificance to respectfully dismiss a lot of unhelpful people from my life. I've been able to set boundaries because I know that I'm not the be all end all in someone else's life. I'm not significant to everyone. I'm significant to a very small amount of people. And that's important to me. And I'm fine with that. I don't need to matter to everyone that I don't need to matter to most people because people are just going to continue to live their lives. See what I'm saying? I, I think we, I think we put a lot of stock into wanting to matter to every single person that we come across. We we don't want to be a jerk. We don't want to be seen as, as, as a particular type of thing that is un, unfruitful to the situation. But essentially, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying to be a jerk to, like, the barista or be a jerk to people who are working hard or be a jerk. But if, in general, but if someone is being difficult to you, you don't have to be significant to them and they're not significant to you. Like you don't have to go out of your way to be significant to someone is what I'm trying to say. I hope that makes sense. I feel like I'm just like spouting in circles, but for the most part, I have thought about this topic again for like 20 years. (laughs) So, you know, why does anything have to matter? Why are, why are you concerned about it? I'm genuinely asking you now. Why are you concerned about significance? Why does it matter to you to feel significant? What emotion are you trying to satiate? Has your ego been inflated by your parents or your spouses or anything like that? Or, um, hopefully you only have one spouse. I don't know why I said spouses. <laughs> and... Uh, you know what is what is actually going on there um so it's a bit of a stoicism practice too really to be comfortable with the darkness and that's something that I want to talk about a little bit more on this show is is learning how to be comfortable with difficult things because that feeling of insignificance is difficult it's unnatural to us to be comfortable with that it's unnatural to us to to learn how to feel safe in the darkness. And it's unnatural for us to consider all of those things in the modern world where there's a lot more safety, there's a lot more there's a greater opportunity for nothing to be in the darkness. So how do we how do we create a sense of comfort in the darkness? without succumbing to it and without completely ignoring that there could be dangerous things in there. And I say this from like a holistic, you know, uh, philosophical perspective. Um, but also allowing us to, to just acknowledge it, you know, to, to learn how to go spelunking instead of diving into the deep abyss of difficult things. I think to, especially for those dealing with mental health issues, we need to kind of dive into the understanding 
of what it is that we're going through in order to learn how to create a better sense of control over it. And what I really mean is that I think many of us try to cover our issues with positive things, sunshine and rainbows, but that makes us just ignore the problem. And when the problem arises, we're not equipped to handle it. It's kind of like training your muscles or learning how to be a martial artist or, you know, becoming Batman. The only way Batman is going to learn how to fight evil and improve himself is to go into the darkness and to fight off things. If he were to just stay in his mansion and pretend like everything's okay, he would never improve as a person, as a, like physically, as a martial artist, and just never be better. See what I'm saying? You know, if you're, if you're, to use that spelunking sort of uh, analogy again, if we were to go spelunking once or twice and not have the right equipment and not know how to do it, then we would just fall. But if you go and you learn all the techniques and you learn the ways to do it, you can go deeper and deeper and deeper without actually falling. You see what I'm saying? I hope all of that makes sense. So... It's it's healthy to think about the insignificance, I find, but to not let it consume you. Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> Being insignificant is not relevant to, you know, me enjoying life. I don't need to feel significant in order to do something. I just do things. Because I'm alive, and I'm a person, and I'm here... And I should just enjoy it. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't care what anyone tells you. There's nothing wrong with being a person and enjoying that. You do only get one existence, as far as I know. So you might as well enjoy it. Don't cut it short. Don't worry about the significance of it. Because you're here, and you're a person. And that in itself is pretty significant. The fact that you're a conscious person... I feel incredibly, insurmountably lucky that I am not only a person, that I have consciousness, that I have the type of brain that I have, but that I have someone that I care about, someone that loves me, and I get to do the work that I, that I enjoy and be able to share all this stuff on a podcast with you. I'm, I'm not thinking about being famous or being significant or being world-renowned, or anything like that. I'm only thinking about what I can affect around me, and that includes making this podcast, that includes having discussions with Molly, and make sure, making sure that I'm nurturing that relationship, and nurturing everything that's going on around me, because that's what's significant to me. And, you know, I'm significant to her, but it's not something I necessarily think about all the time. I'm just, I'm just being me. And continuing to do that and enjoy that. You know, don't forget to enjoy life. I know you're you're dealing with, uh, probably dealing with some sort of mental health struggle, but there are still things that you can enjoy. So don't make it worse by thinking so hard about your insignificance. It's okay. It doesn't have to, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. No, nothing has to matter. Just do things.
you know, I don't know, play a video game. It's cool. <laughs> so I hope all that made sense. Um, I really hope this episode can help someone because I feel like this is a pretty big episode. This this episode is probably the most indicative of how my brain works and how I think about things because there are so many cliche perspectives of this sort of thing and I just try to find a way to flip it on its head because there are really two sides to almost every situation and reframing it and retooling things is is an important survival mechanism especially with with the mental landscape it's not something that we explore as kids very often it's not something we're taught in schools it you know it's something that people tend to pursue if they go to school for philosophy or something like that but otherwise it's reserved for a very few amount of people and i want to create that exposure to people to learn ways to use logic to help them reframe some of their perspectives and to be able to move forward without you know any kind of crippling anxiety when it comes to thinking about being insignificant or something like that. So um, I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions, please leave a call in on anchor or comments or anything like that. I would, I would love, love to hear about your perspective on this episode. If you made it through and um, if you're listening on any other platform, like subscribe, hit the, uh, the, give me a review on them, their iTunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts. I would really, really appreciate that. And let me know if you have any suggestions for topics that you'd like me to cover as well. We also have our podcast course is still up at cnotes.thinkific.com. And you can learn more about me at hi, my name is Christian.com. I think that's everything I've got right now. There's, there's other things kind of coming down the pipe, but, um, right now I'm focused on this podcast. So five days a week, Come back to dopamine and check us out. So take care of yourselves and each other. I hope you learned something today. And I will talk to you in the future time later place. Later. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Mm-hmm.